Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam. Let's discuss some news. And I knew I said I wasn't going to discuss any news in the foreseeable future. Um, but then this happened and I feel like I need to kind of comment on it. Because this, this has gotten blown way out of course. You've probably seen the report that um, on the Lego set for Boba Fett's ship, they will no longer be referring to it as the sl- as Slave One. Um, which, all right. Um, now let's contextualize this a little bit. The say Lego set primarily targeted at children. Um, From purely the standpoint of um, a parent trying to buy a child a gift um, around Christmas, which is when the Book of Boba Fett's going to come out, it makes sense to brand it as Boba Fett's ship and not um, what's it called? And not um, Slave One, because in all likelihood on the show, it's not going to be referred to as Slave One, considering that if you look at the history of Star Wars, in live-action or animated mediums where the ship has made an appearance, it is only referred to as Slave One twice, both of which on um, the Clone Wars in two separate episodes. That is it. Every other time it's referred to, it's referred to as... in like, the third person referring to the fact that, oh, Boba Fett is on that ship, or something in that regard. Or, you know, Jango Fett's on that ship. I'm tracking Jango's ship. I'm tracking Jango Fett. Like, things like that. It's not referred to as Slave 1 in any of the 11 movies. Well, 12 movies, if we include uh, the Clone Wars movie. Um, so that's 9, plus Rogue One, Solo, and then if we consider Clone Wars, then... 12. So, not referred to it anywhere in there. Um, number one. Number two, um, I, I really think it's irresponsible how this whole quote unquote controversy being reported on because I, I saw a few stories about how a Boba Fett actor um, steps out and, you know, makes his, uh, and makes the case for, against, you know, calling it the Slave One, um, and saying it's, it's ridiculous that they changed the name. Now, um, when they say Boba Fett actor, they're not referring to current Boba Fett actor, Tamora Morrison, who plays Boba Fett on the TV show, or has played Boba Fett and provided the voice for Boba Fett. No, it's not the guy who originally played, played Boba Fett. No, it's not him either. You know who it is that's, that's saying this? It's the guy who played Boba Fett in the um, reshot the, the reshot scene um, for um, the re-release of Episode Four, where if you watch that scene where um, that's edited for the special edition, where Boba Fett is. Um, uh, where, where uh, I'm sorry, where um, Jabba the Hutt is talking to Solo at the Millennium Falcon, um, and they 
having that conversation. Um, in that scene, Boba Fett's also there. Um, so because Boba Fett's also there, someone physically needed to be the, what's it called, be the stand-in um, for it, so he was the stand-in. Um, so he is technically a Boba Fett actor. But in as much as one of the guys on Robot Chicken voicing Boba Fett would be a Boba Fett actor. Or, you know, the, the, the chicken in the Family Guy special um, for Star Wars is a Boba Fett actor. Um, and therein lies the, you know, the, the issue with that. Like, Tamora Morrison has not commented. I don't think Tamora Morrison gives a fuck. Um, but here's my thing with this, is that there was an organic way to get rid of the ship and just kind of pretend it didn't matter anymore. Um, and that would have been to get rid of it between episode six and five years later, um, when, when, uh, what's it called? Um, when Boba Fett is, um, uh, you know, gets his armor back and all of that. Because there's a lot of gray area of what happened there, um, where he got eaten by the, we know he gets eaten by the Sarlacc, and then he, um, he gets out, but without his armor, so he escapes the Sarlacc pit, but he doesn't have his armor, so, okay, uh, how did that happen, uh, and then on top of it, it's like, if you think about it, you know, Tatooine is a planet of scavengers, um, and it's known for that. Like, there are two species on that planet who expressly, like, scavenge technology and, you know, take apart ships and shit. You can't land your ship for longer than, like, five minutes without some fuck coming up to it and trying to take the parts. Like, that, that's just something built into Tatooine. And that is now and has always been a thing on Tatooine. So five years have elapsed between his supposed death and his now resurrection where he, you know, he goes and, you know, deals, like, he gets his ship back. It's like, it would have been more believable if it's, if his ship was gone and sold for parts. Like, fucking Bib Fortuna is the one who's taken over the, the, uh, the crime syndicate from, uh, what's it called? From, uh, from Jabba the Hutt. Like, what the fuck? Like, and it's like, you, you have me to believe that that ship is so good sitting there, and he didn't sell it off to the highest bidder. Like, what fucking parking space is it sitting in, where it's like, you know, eh, it's fine. And who's gonna let that ship just sit there forever? Like, what the fuck? Like, it, like if you leave a car parked, like, if I, if I go to a parking garage, and like, hang on, I'm just gonna go out, I gotta go do something real quick, I'm gonna leave my car here and then I leave, and then I don't come back for five years, and then I go back to where I parked my car, it's not going to still be sitting there. Now, put that somewhere where it's like, you know, there are things all around you who want to buy parts of cars. It's like, what the fuck? Like, they had an organic way to get rid of the ship and not have that be an issue, and that was just simply, he lost his ship in the five years he went missing. Like, it's a very simple solution to this problem, and that would have, you know, that would have solved it. Um... And it's, it's also more likely that he would have just grabbed the first ship he could see and not go... Like, the fucking Millennium Falcon got lost in between movies. Like, and, and fucking Boba Fett's like, oh, and here's my ship. Like, the, the whole thing's kind of ridiculous. Now, I, I feel that I would be remiss if I did not mention that, you know, 
as much as you may love Star Wars, it's not a documentary. It's a work of fiction. I, there's a change.com petition, a change.org petition to uh, to change it and to change it back to Slave One. It's not going to happen. It didn't happen when they got rid of Slave Leia. It's not referring to it as Slave Leia. It's not going to happen now. If anything, all it's going to do is going to result in the ship getting blown up in some episode of, of the show. And then him, and then it's like, oh, well, and here's my new ship. Also, the Slave One's a shitty name. I'm sorry. Think about the other names of the ships in Star Wars, and it's like, and the Slave One. Like, like what the fuck? It's just so, it's dumb. And I know the people who are, you know, big into the extended universe. I'm current, like, I'm currently listening to the, the new Higher Public book to do a Beware of Spoilers about tomorrow on my way home. And I, I, I'm, like, there are people who are big into it, and they, they're, like, it, it's meaningful to Django Fett. Yes, I get it. Okay, I, I understand. But, come on. Like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's just so ridiculous that, like, this has become a big deal. And the reason is because it's just a microcosm of, the, of you know, the culture wars. And it's like, oh, well, look what the liberals are doing. They're taking away my ability to say the words, like... Okay, let, like, I'm sorry, but here's the thing, too. And then the other thing is, it's like, people point to, like, oh, well, George Lucas named it the Slave One, so why are they going into George Lucas wanted? And that was one of the comments I saw. It was like, you know, he go, someone said, um, Disney can't just come in and change whatever they want. And it's like, well, yeah, they can. They, they bought it. Like, like, if you buy a car, you don't, like, if I buy a car from someone, I'm not forbidden from changing the paint color or anything without consulting with the original owner. It's my car. Same thing with this. I buy the rights to the movies. I'm free to change whatever I want. Same way George Lucas is free to uh, fuck up his movies after they came out and re-edit them and make some universally hated changes like that fucking song in Return of the Jedi. Um, the appearance of Boba Fett in uh, A New Hope. Completely ridiculous. Yet there it is. Um, and I think that, like, you know, while he can do it, they also can, and what they're doing isn't changing the movies in any way, shape, or form, because the name isn't set in the movies. Like, this change, you can go in and watch Empire Strikes Back, and there is nothing different about the movie. Same thing with Attack of the Clones, which are coincidentally the only two movies where the fucking ship appears, it's not in one or three, and it's not in four, because Boba Fett wasn't in the original cut of four, and he's in six, but we don't see him land or leave, because he's presumed dead at the end of the movie, so, really, you get one appearance of the ship, um, in, in the original trilogy, one in the, uh, in the sequels, uh, one in the, um, uh, what was it, one in the prequels, and it's like, you know, oh, well, it's just, it's just, it boggles the mind sometimes to see these, you know, these things that people get mad about, and it's like, like, it's not like they went in and changed the movie in any way. You can still go in and watch the movie and have it be an identical experience to how it was before. Nothing has changed. The toy line has changed. Like, isn't that ridiculous? Like, all these, anytime someone gets mad about how Disney markets Star Wars, it's, they're not changing the movie because these are all things that were used in the toy line and in merchandising. Um, and they're changing the name to stuff there. And the thing is, too, if you if you sit here and say that you don't like the decision, them going into the decisions that George Lucas made, then you can't say you're in favor of Boba Fett's reappearance at all. Because he killed Boba Fett off, and his intent was never to resurrect him later. 
His intent was always to kill Boba Fett. He he died on Tatooine. And then on top of it, if you go back and listen to, you know, the, the, the in the commentary for season two of The Clone Wars, Filoni talks about how George Lucas was always against the idea that Jango Fett and Boba Fett were Mandalorians. And that's retcon in The Mandalorian, saying that Jango Fett was a foundling, and that makes Boba Fett also a foundling. foundling. Or uh, also a Mandalorian, not by blood, but by adoption. And it's like, that was an idea that George Lucas was always completely against. So this idea that, you know, we want what George Lucas wants, it, it's like, well, then you're not going to watch the book of Boba Fett then. Because if you truly believe that what George Lucas wanted is the be-all and end-all, uh, that's the line in the sand that should not be crossed, then the book of Boba Fett shouldn't be happening. And therefore, none of this has any impact on you anyway. Because Boba Fett died in episode 6. So the comics are currently ongoing that take place after... Um, that, that, that No, the comics right now aren't after. I'm sorry, the comics are between 5 and 6. But if, if you're... If you're like, if, if you're interested in the Book of Boba Fett, then you can't also say that the ship shouldn't be named, uh, should continue to be named Slave One, because that's what George Lucas wanted, because George Lucas wanted Boba Fett dead. That, that was, that's, you know, that's it. He wanted, like, he, he was the ultimate decision maker on that. It was his choice to kill him off. And it wasn't, we're going to kill him off, we're going to come back to this later. It was, we're going to kill him off, and that's the end of it. It wasn't until other authors came in and created the extended universe as we know it that Boba Fett was resurrected. Um, so I, I guess I don't understand. Like, and the thing is, too, you ever notice that it's only ever things like this that get changed that people have an issue with? Like, the fact that Boba Fett was, Boba Fett was resurrected, no one was upset by. And it's like, you know, Luke Skywalker coming in and doing something that when you watch you know, the scene where Luke appears in The Mandalorian at the end, it's more in line with what um, Darth Maul does in um, the end of The Clone Wars and what Vader does at the end of um, uh, Rogue One, where it's framed the same way, shot the same way, designed to convey the same sense, but Luke's a good guy. It's like, it, it like... I just don't understand it. I, 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 I can't understand the cognitive dissonance needed to be that upset over a change in the toy line of a movie. And at the end of the day, it's a movie. If you don't like it, you don't have to... Like, literally, that's the ultimate thing. If you do not like the change, do not watch the show. Do not watch any other show. Um, do not watch The Mandalorian. Do not watch Ahsoka. Do not watch... Um, that is a great maneuver. Uh, sorry, someone just been a right turn from the left lane. Um, do not watch Ahsoka. Do not watch The Mandalorian. Do not watch The Book of Boba Fett. Do not watch any of that. If you're that upset about this, that's where it's going to hurt. If you don't watch it, then that's where it's going to hurt. But the thing is, it's like if it's one thing people like Star Wars... Like, the quote-unquote Star Wars fans who are upset about this are the same ones who are like... No one hates Star Wars more than a Star Wars fan. It's something I, I've heard that all of my life. I have never seen in my lifetime, because I was born in 94, I've never seen a Star Wars movie that was universally well written. Let, let me rephrase that. In the beginning, um, the, what's it called? Was well received. The Force Awakens was well received basically by everyone. 
and then people started to watch it again, and that initial impact of seeing, you know, I know I was, you know, hit by it, like, when I, when, when I saw it in theaters, and, um, you know, the logo comes up, and it says episode seven, The Force Awakens doing the opening crawl, I knew that I was going to be lost at that point, and it's like, there is no criticizing this movie for me in this moment after the first time I saw it. I was like, there's nothing I can, you know, because it, it brought me right back to where I was as a child. But at the same time, there are plenty of things that I watched that continued on and when they made creative decisions that I did not agree with, I didn't sit there and be like, change because that's what I want. Because if they're making that change, odds are there are more people who like the, what they're changing it to than um, like what it was. Otherwise, I wouldn't make the change. Um, because that's the thing. It's like, they're like, oh, they're bending the knee. It's like, no, they're making the decision based on what the finances say. Because if more people agreed with you that they should keep the name Slave One, then they would have kept the name Slave One. Because the, getting rid of the name tells them they will sell more Lego sets. They will get rid of the name. You know, telling them to change the name on the, on the, um, the Star Wars baseball cards to sell more of them or on the action figure series from Hasbro to sell more of them that then they're going to make that decision they're not going to sit here and be like well you know let's make you know let's just sit here and virtual virtual sig- virtue signal for the, for the sake of virtue signaling so what if we lose money like no like like on what fucking planet does that make like think about your dumb conspiracy theories for three seconds before you start sitting here like oh well they're doing this just to like to what end to what end Okay, because evidently this decision makes them money. That's what's going to be. And if I, and again, like I said in the beginning, it's like when I, when I, as a kid, explaining to my parents what I wanted, if I went with the thing that they said in the official encyclopedia and said, I want this, it's like, okay, they wouldn't know what to get. But if, like, or like, if I, if I said the name, like, if I said, I want this, this action figure of Boba Fett spaceship. And they went, oh, okay. And then they went into the store, and none of them was labeled Boba Fett Spaceship. And they didn't know what it looked like already. Then you wouldn't have gotten... It wouldn't have, you know, led to a sale. Saying, I want Boba Fett... Like, it's for the simplicity of buying for a child. Because at the end of the day, all that Star Wars is, all 12 movies, all the TV shows, all the animated series, all the video games... It all is there for one very, very, very important thing, to sell toys. It is, when you go to the movies to see a Star Wars movie, you are sitting through a two and a half hour long toy commercial. When you watch The Mandalorian every week, you are watching an hour long, a half hour to hour long uh, toy commercial for whatever's there. That is the ultimate power of Star Wars, is the ability to merchandise the ever-living fuck out of it. Um... And, and this decision just goes along with that. It makes it easier to merchandise. And the thing is, too, it's like going along, like, it's not, it, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just so, it's been a very long day. And then I saw an art, like, I wasn't going to talk about this, it's like, it's just, it, it's so ridiculous. But it's like, when you, when, when you, when you see a headline that's like, um, Boba Fett actor speaks out against it, and it's like, oh, what, Tamora Morrison's that upset? If they change the name of the ship, like, he's got his TV show already, why is he that upset, like, and it's like, no, it's not him, it's like, it, it, the whole thing, it, 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 it lends credibility to the, the nonsense that's already there, and it's like, 
the thing is, it's like saying that it's a piece of history or it goes against what George Lucas wanted. George Lucas wanted to sell the movies to Disney. That's what George Lucas wanted. He did not want to deal with this bullshit anymore. That's what George Lucas wanted. Um, he didn't want to deal with the asshole fans. He didn't want to deal with the constant annoyances. He didn't want to deal with making more movies. He wanted the $4 billion that Disney paid him. And he was like, alright, fine. So, and at the end of the day, this is a decision that I feel like George Lucas would have backed up. Because at the end of the day, it's not about inclusion. It's not about anything like that. It's not about trying to, like, it's not about slavery or anything like that. What it's about is about merchandising and search engine optimization and the ability to very easily sell a toy based on the spaceship. And that's what George, George Lucas is all about. And if you're going to sit here and say, like, oh, that wasn't what it was about, you know, that's, that's just a cynical take, go back to 2003. Um, if you have Disney+, Plus, you can watch the documentary. Um, it's called Empire of Dreams. Um, and it's, it was released on the DVD set that came out of um, the original trilogy. It was on the fourth disc. I, I know because I had this set that this came on. And you can watch his documentary about George Lucas. And it was done by Fox at the time. It's a total, like, asshole-looking piece where they're like, oh, look at how great he is. It's like, and you bought the box set already. So odds are you already were a Star Wars fan. So it's like, and now we're going to sit here and take an hour and a half and just blow George Lucas. It's like, all right, it's, it's a little unnecessary. But one of the interesting things about the documentary is that Fox, who produced the documentary, has a special feature on this, you know, on this DVD, goes, you know, the, the good thing he really did, but the smartest decision he made was retaining the sequel rights, number one, and number two, retaining the merchandising rights, because that's where the money came from, the merchandising. And when you talk about Star Wars to, you know, older fans, they talk about the toys. And the Star Wars toys is a huge collectible market. And I was like, I went to a, um, it's kind of like a flea market, not far from where I live, and they had old, old Star Wars for that. When I said old to my mom, she got really, like, annoyed because it's like, you know, there were things from when she was a teenager, but I also wasn't born yet for another, you know, almost 20 years, but, you know, she, uh, so, uh they have that there, and you can, you know, you, like, these are things that, you know, people collect and, and stuff like that, and it's, it's not about, you know, what was labeled on the box, it was what they could sell. Like, there's shit that they made for the, you know, for the toy line that didn't make it into a movie or a TV show until very recently. Like, the, uh, if you look back in The Mandalorian in the final episode of the first season, there's that, that troop carrier transport that kind of looks like a caterpillar. Um, that was not, you know, that was based on the toy line. And that never appeared in a movie or anything. They made a toy of that for, uh, for the original toy line. I forgot what the company was that made the original toys for Star Wars back in 1977, but that's what that is. And, 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 and at the end of the day, getting mad about them changing the, the way that, you know, it's written on the packaging of the toy. Because this is not going to have an impact on storytelling. It's not going to have an impact on, on anything. Because think back through all of Star Wars. You know, the Millennium Falcon gets name-dropped very infrequently, and that's the most, you know, the, like, the, the most, like, famous ship in the movie. Um, and it's like, if, if, if they released a star, like a Lego set of, um, the Executor, which was 
uh, Darth Vader star, Super Star Destroyer, um, if they released that as a Lego set, they would not call it the Executor, and no one would be pissed off that they changed it to the that they, that they call it Darth Vader uh, Super Star Destroyer or Darth Vader Star Destroyer, because it would be the best way to identify it. Because you can just look at that and be like, oh, that's that big-ass one with the very weird tiny bridge on it that if you look at, like, the way it's designed, it's so funny because, like, it's this giant-ass thing. And then there's just little tiny, almost regular-sized, um, like, Star Destroyer bridge uh, in the, at, toward the tail end of it. It's, it's, it's really, like, look at that next time you watch Empire Strikes Back or um, Return of the Jedi. It's, it's so funny to look at. But it, if they release that set... They wouldn't call... Actually, let me rephrase that. They might only because it would be such a large Lego set. It would be a collector set. Um, I'm trying to think of what would be a good example of, like, they would not call it, like, whatever it is. I'm sure that Poe named his X-Wing at some point in the expanded media. And his X-Wing is still Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Um, they've always referred to Luke's X-Wing that he flew around all the time. Um, as, uh, which is referred to in, you know, up to episode 9 as Red 5, even though I don't think that's necessarily accurate beyond that point. I gotta look into that. Um, but it's referred to, it's Red 5. If they wrote on the thing Red 5, it'd be like, oh, that, okay, cool. But who, like, it's Luke Skywalker's X-Wing. Um, Anakin Skywalker's, you know, Jedi Starfighter. Um, or Obi-Wan Kenobi's, Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh, Jedi Starfighter. I had that set. Um, and it's like, if it, like they, they didn't name them. They didn't have other names. Like, the, and they do have technical names, all of these fucking ships. Like, and that's, I think, I'm going to talk about it more tomorrow when I do the episode on Beware of Spoilers about the, uh, uh, what's it called? About the, the new book. Um, where it's like, they all have these really technical names that are like, okay, cool, like, awesome. It's an inherent kind of gatekeeping to an extent where it's like, if they, when you read a book and they refer to a blaster by a fucking, like, thing, it's like, they're not real blasters or anything like that, where it's like, I can, like, there's a reference point, so it, it's just kind of annoying. But they don't, they, they could have, like, you know, they could have called it just Jedi Starfighter, but they didn't. Because that's the technical name for that. It's a, it's a Jedi Starfighter. Um, I, I, I don't know why they... like, And, and it's like, the, the only reason why um, this is an issue is because the word slave is in it. So, think about that, okay? Think about that when you get upset about this. That number one, it's a work of fiction. It's not a documentary. Number two... It's altering the toy line, not the movies or the TV shows. Uh, number three, uh, the way it's altering the toy line is bringing it in line with the other toys in the line. Um, where it's like, and there's no outcry about that. So, it becomes a race thing when you get upset about them not using the word slave when I don't think them not using the word slave has anything to do with the, the reason you you think it is. If you're angry about this. I think it's just to bring it in line with the rest of the toy line. Because, I mean, it, it, like, again, like I said, you know, it's, you know, kids has his birthday. Tells his parents, I want Boba Fett's spaceship. And then, if you go to Walmart, 
I can promise you whatever person's working in the toy department, if you ask them, is not going to know. They might. But it's infrequent if you, if you went up there and it said Slave 1 on it. And, you know, they would go, oh, that's Boba Fett's. Um, and it's it, it just, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, you just, like... I, we're just going to wrap up there because I'm just... It, it, I'm just so tired, like, of everything with this. It's like, why do people bother getting this upset over nonsense at the end of the day? At the, at the end of the day, it's just nonsense. I, you know, people are getting upset over it. And it's like, again, if you're upset about this because it goes against George Lucas's wishes, more power to you. Just don't watch Book of Boba Fett then because I wouldn't want you to look like a hypocrite. I'm sorry, I wouldn't want to look like a hypocrite because that's what you'll look like. If you if you complain about this going against George Lucas wishes, George Lucas's wishes, um, and you know they shouldn't change the name because George Lucas wanted it to be called Slave One, and this goes against what he what he named it, then I mean it'd be very hypocritical for someone to make that claim and then watch the Book of Boba Fett. I mean I don't know like it. it I just don't. Um, I kind of want to make a, a, a change.org petition just to kind of, you know, set that. You know, it's like, well, you know, in the spirit of, you know, this petition, um, um, George Lucas wanted Boba Fett dead. So Disney should not release the book of Boba Fett. And people will be like, hey, wait, 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 wait. That's not, that's not what we meant. It's, if it's, if it's, we want what George Lucas wants until it crosses this line. I think I talked about this before, where it's like, you know, if Kathleen Kennedy were to retcon something like George Lucas, you know, set in stone as canon, you would never hear the end of it. Because it'd be like, why would you do this? That's not what George Lucas would have wanted. Completely um, disregarding the fact that he picked her, he handpicked her to run the studio. Um, because she's got, you know, if you look back at her filmography, like, she's got quite the, you know, quite the, the list of bona fides there. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm just going to wrap it up here. Because every time I say I'm going to wrap it up and then I try to be like, and another thing, and then we end up, you know, going on for a little bit longer. Um, besides, I'm, I'm getting home now and I need to eat something. Um, so... Like I said, if, if you're that upset, just don't, just stop. Like, I haven't, like, I didn't like what happened on Doctor Who around, right at, right before, um, right at, like, 11, I got, 11? Matt Smith's Doctor where I dropped off. Because I did not like the storytelling that Moffat was doing, because it just, he's not good at, you know, I, I saw someone describe it as good at writing moments, but not good at connecting the moments together in a meaningful way. And I was like, yeah, son of a bitch, that's a great way to put what the, what the fuck? Um, sorry, someone just ran around a corner at, like, Mach 3. Um, but, like, I, I looked at, um, like, what's it called? I looked at, like, um, I didn't want to watch the show anymore, because it's like, he's good at writing moments, but not good at connecting the moments together. And it's like, yeah, the moments are cool, but the leading up to them is not. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and waste my time on a show I don't like. You know, and what am I going to do? Just get mad at it every week? No, I'm just not going to watch it anymore. So if this is upsetting you so much to be a fan of this thing, just don't watch it anymore. Simple as that. 
if you feel they're not making this for you anymore, then don't watch it. And we'll wrap up there for today. So until next week, until uh, Friday, have a great rest of your day.